listening to Over the Oxa podcast with Tracy Cole for all things to do with the mind for equestrians. Do you ever think that you might be too much inside your own head? Do you ever have negative self-talk? Do you ever have really intrusive negative self-talk that goes on and on and on? Are you easily distracted? So one minute you're on Instagram, the next minute you're on Facebook, the next minute you're checking emails, the next minute you're doing something else. Do you ever feel, and this can be doing any kind of task, it could be something to do with work, it could be in your riding, it could be walking down the street, it could be anything at all that you feel that you zone out. Somehow you, you're you not in connection with the real world. You, you feel, and it's not the kind of zoning out when you're in that peak performance zone, when you're just highly focused, but you actually can almost zone out. Maybe you're daydreaming quite a lot. Do you ever find yourself overthinking and you know you're doing it? over and over and over you're thinking 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 almost like you're obsessed that if you don't overthink then you won't be prepared or you'll forget something and do you ever catastrophize do you ever kind of take it to the nth degree the absolute worst case scenario and then ruminate on that now all of these things that i've mentioned are all to do with the way that we live our lives in the 21st century. A lot of it is because we spend so much time in our internal world and we block out the external world. And we really do need that external world. We need that connection. And you can think of it, you know, sometimes in this hectic world, we forget that many of our inside our head problems are to do with the fact that we don't ground ourselves. And if you think of yourself like some kind of electrical appliance, electrical appliances, certainly in the UK, have uh, an earth wire. And just like those appliances, we need an earth wire too. We definitely need that grounding. Many people that I see and I hear about and I read about on social media, they seem to fret over problems for weeks, maybe months, could be even years, before they know how to get out of it. And by the time they start to work on themselves, whether that's self-help or they're going to see somebody, they could have really upscaled their problem. And so what we need is a way of breaking these unhelpful cycles before they ever become a problem, before they ever expand or grow, or even quite dangerously become the new norm. So that this is how you think life is. You you don't even question it. You know that you overthink, but you just think that's a normal thing to do. And so you continue doing it. Now, sometimes knowing that we're in a problem state or that we could have a better mindset, knowing it is invisible to us. It's outside of our awareness. We don't even realize that we're doing it. We don't even realize that we could have a much more comfortable way of being. 
But even though those solutions and opportunities then that come along are also invisible to us, they're still there. But our thinking is a little bit fuzzy. It's clouded by a stock of unnecessary thoughts and ideas and negative what ifs. And so what we're doing is we're we're putting ourselves and our mind in a state of really, really high alert. And when you're in that high alert, you know, you're on the edge, you think something's going to happen, then it switches off a lot of our creativity. It switches off reasoning and critical thinking. Critical thinking, I mean, like, you know, having a good analysis, not being overly critical. And it switches off learning as well. So it doesn't always necessarily just affect problem solving. Sometimes it affects our sleep. Might be something to consider. It also affects things like our movement and our physical ability to move and to hold a position rather than collapsing kind of like into a fetal position. If you think about being at a desk all day, you kind of round your shoulders and you're hunched over. And sometimes when we're in that high alert, this is kind of like the position that we get into as well, because we're going into that very protective fetal state, the exact opposite of what we want to do when we're riding. It can also cause other problems health problems, for example, aches and pains seem to be accentuated. And also you might find yourself incredibly tired, even though you know you've only done kind of like a normal day's set of activities, feel extreme fatigue. You might find, and you may not know whether you've got this or not, but bad circulation apparently is also linked to not grounding yourself. Uh, So if you've got cold hands and cold feet, now there are obviously other reasons behind that, but one of the reasons could be grounding. And also, if you think about your immune system, you really depress your immune system when you're on that high alert. And so you leave yourself open to infections. And what's also really common is that if we're going now to a bit more of an extreme, so somebody who never grounds, somebody who lives in this constant high panic mode, then in that mode, it's difficult to take care of the basics. So you lose the ability to sleep well, to go for physical exercise and do something where you're moving around, you forget to eat properly you forget what fun is and you forget what a relationship with another human being is all about and you forget to have those still moments when you just be and that can obviously and again we're going to an extreme here that can lead to burnout. Now if we think about our minds and our connection with the outside then, our minds are geared to collect information from the surroundings using our five senses. That's how we detect the world around us. That's how we know what's happening using our five senses. 
But when we think about how we live in today's world, we often block off at least a couple of senses. So we live inside ourselves. So you block yourself off because you plonk some headphones on or some earbuds in and instantly you have blocked out natural sounds. You might then be just looking at a screen of some description. So you've blocked off natural sights. So we bury our heads in these devices. We listen very, very individually. It's very different how we were 20, 30, 40 years ago, where if someone wanted to listen to music, then everyone in the house had to listen to the music. You know, you put something on your CD player or your record player and everybody listened. It wasn't that you all listened to different things because you were all on different phones. And so we we really are getting into a, a, a kind of phase where we do block out these things. We might even use things like air freshness. You know, something as simple as that and we get rid of natural smells, especially these air fresheners that you plug in and you've got them on all the time. Not because you want to get rid of a bad smell, but just, you know, you've got it going because you like the smell. But it is blocking out the natural smells. And so when we do this, we're preventing ourselves from grounding. We're cutting ourselves off a little bit from the real world. And that's okay if we're doing it now and again, a few hours a day, but it becomes a bit of a problem when it's hours and hours and hours because we're going more and more into an artificial world. It's not even the world of our own imagination because we're looking at pictures, we're looking at social media, we're watching a box set. So we're, we're following the, the, the sights and the sounds from something else. So it, it's not like we're meditating even. We, you could say, well, meditation is cutting yourself off. Yes, but it's only for a few moments and it is directed by you. So if you ground yourself, and I'm going to talk about how to do that in just a few moments, if you ground yourself, then you start to see quicker results for some of the things that I listed at the start, like the negative self-talk, being easily distracted and losing focus, getting a bit spaced out and zoned out, overthinking and catastrophizing. So it must be a good thing to do. And we're talking about 30 seconds to a minute here. So everybody can do it. It's, it's well within our time frame. So leaving the 21st century just for a while is really, really good for us. So we can pretend that we're in another decade where things are a little bit simpler and we can just connect a bit more, as I say, for a very, very short period of time to be able to ground ourselves and improve our mental fitness and physical fitness as well. So the first thing to do is to start off with awareness because sometimes we we lapse into these things. I definitely do with the old devices. You lapse into it and you don't realise you're doing it and you don't realise how many hours you're doing this for. So notice how many ways that you do insulate yourself from 
reality from the outside world? How many hours do you spend watching television or box sets? How many hours are you on some kind of device, a tablet or a phone? How many hours are you listening with headphones or earbuds, listening to, you know, your personal soundtrack, watching your social media, possibly even eating low quality food, which is great for a treat. I'm not a killjoy at all. I have a a wonderful relationship with chocolate. But you know, it's we all know it's moderation, isn't it? And so once you've analyzed that a little bit, then pick a day to turn off your devices. That would be one way of doing it. That's quite an extreme, isn't it? But that might be one way to do it. And when you do that, you really start to notice your surroundings because you're really engaging your five senses. And if you wanted to do, you could write down what you see, hear, smell, feel, and taste. And if you can, do no social media for that day. Now, I've done this myself and it's so freeing. It really is. It it is total freedom. It is a very different day, but it's really great. Now, imagine you could do no social media, no devices and no television. Now, I'm working towards that one. I have to say that one will be challenging for me. But you can walk in nature, you can cook a nice meal from scratch, you can meet up with friends, you can do whatever reconnects you to be more grounded, more down to earth. Now, that's quite a tough one to do. The no screens, no devices, no television, no nothing is quite challenging on a normal everyday day in the week, you know, a work day. It's not like you're going on holiday or you've taken a day off. It is pretty difficult to do that. It's so rewarding, but it's challenging. So then are there other ways to do this? And I mentioned before the 30 seconds to a minute methods, and you'd be glad to know there are. So there's a few ideas here. And I really, I really like these. I really think they work. I think they're great for grounding. Now, the first one's a bit strange, but it seems to work. So all you do is you place your palm on the top of your head, on the crown of your head, and you just press. You press quite firmly and you just press downwards. 30 seconds or a minute. It's it's really strange, but it, it really does do something inside your head. I love that one. So we could do that just in a minute between doing something at work or just in the evening. The second one is, again, I love this one, but it's not that practical every day in Britain. It's to go outside and walk barefoot. Walk barefoot on the grass. Walk barefoot on gravel. And just as you do so, you're just taking in that sensory information about what it feels like. What does the grass feel like under your feet? What does it feel like under every single part of your foot, under your toes? 
under the arch, under your heel, under the sides of your foot? What does it feel like every single little square millimetre? The third one is definitely not for me. I'd like it to be for me, but I'm a bit of a wuss. It's take a cold shower. I know people who love cold showers and they get so much from it. I just, I'm not quite that brave yet. I, I, I must have a go at some point, <laughs> but maybe not regularly. And the fourth one, again, I love this because it's a bit of fun, is to have a roll. You know, like your horse loves to have a roll and they seem to really get into it. You know, some of them even, you can see them moving their shoulders, digging a bit deeper, they're kind of snaking around, they roll over and over and over. And obviously they're getting something from it. They know something that we've lost. So if you just lie on your back with your knees bent and feet on the floor and then bring each knee in towards your chest one at a time, hug your knees, just go for a little roll. Just rock from side to side and just see how that makes you feel. Let me know how you get on with these. Do tell me what works for you, how you ground, whether you don't ground or you do ground, whether you've tried any of these, whether you've gone for the non-screens or the cold shower. I'd love to know. Take care and I'll see you again very soon.